Coming up on our week two edition of BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougs' regular season is underway with a split decision on week one after a valiant effort at Viejas Arena. And we've got the coach and Spencer Johnson in studio next on BYU TV. This is BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, presented by Siegfried and Jensen. And now, your host, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right. Yes, thank you. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building in Provo, Utah, for our first solo edition of BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Last week, we had Coach Sitake and Coach Pope together in our combo show. Next week, Kalani goes solo. This week, it's all hoops for the next hour. And it's good to have you with us, whether you're joining us live or on demand on the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps. For those watching us live, you're invited to use the Opine Instant Polling app. Just grab the app, then watch the side of the screen for poll questions throughout tonight's show. And a reminder that our social media hashtag is hashtag Pope Show. Coming up on tonight's broadcast, we'll take a look back at a, well, a heartbreaking setback at San Diego State on Friday night. We'll go inside the film room with Gideon George as he joins our Jerem Jordan. Junior wingman Spencer Johnson will join us live in studio. We'll have Q&A for Coach Pope and Spencer. And we'll look ahead to Wednesday's home court showdown with Missouri State and a Saturday home game with Nichols. Let's get out and run as we bring in the fourth-year head coach of the Cougars. He is, of course, Mark Pope. Baby. Hello. How are you? Good. Ooh. Tables. <laughs> this is nice. It's new props, isn't it? This is brand new. We never had tables. We we and, have, and we I have mugs. I'm not going to tell you what what libations are in there, but actually, no, they're empty. The empty mugs. That's this a week. little disappointing. We got to change this, right? But the logo. Sweet, right? That is awesome. So, uh, Merry Christmas. Thank by you. the way. I love it. No. Super exciting. Uh, Maybe we'll uh, we'll work to get something in the mugs for future shows. I love it. But as for week one, they're empty. Some All white right. chocolate for everybody. <laughs> What's on your mind? Um, so, uh, so you and I get to live an interesting life. I, because we just we, we're super. We, we get to be like in this space with Cougar Nation, where people get to watch what we do and. Um, we all get to do it together, and sometimes we take a little criticism, you much less than me sometimes, celebrate the joy. But one of the great things about our job is that you and I get to work here, and Tana and Leanne get to sit and watch us, and then go home and give us a total debrief on everything that went right and went wrong. And I'm guessing that Tana is maybe less brutally honest with you than Leanne is with me. I wouldn't be so sure about that. It's fantastic, it yeah. is a gift, actually. Uh, no, what you say is true, and um, and yeah, I, I might think things went just perfectly well. Yeah, you know, and then like, I get home. We and... we'll go home and we. I kid you not, we'll be like, we killed it on the show tonight, <laughs> and then I think both of us respectfully get. Well, you know, actually, this was really stupid what you said here. <laughs> like, why were you? You know, what were you doing? It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, I'm glad they're both here tonight. By Me the too. way, moral support. Super lucky. Um, what kind of few days has it been since we last talked to you in San Diego? Um, it was good to, I love Friday games. Actually, I love Friday games so much because um, one of the hard things about Saturday night games is we take every Sunday off completely. We don't um, meet with our team uh, and we, we, you know, that's the Sabbath day and so we step away. And so, so Saturday night games are challenging sometimes because you don't get to debrief as a group 
for 24 or 30 hours, right? We'll do Monday morning breakfast just so we can get to it. And sometimes the whole team is scattered and left to our own devices about how to make sense of it. So we had a, a great game and a really tough game on Friday night on the road. And then I was super grateful for Saturday. So we all got together as a team and debrief and had a very, very long film session, a teasing session, a great practice. And so um, that, uh, you know, I'm, I feel a lot of gratitude for that right now. Well, for an opening week, man, there was a lot of drama and emotion and storylines packed into two games, wasn't there? That's what we do. <laughs> that is very important. We try and keep the drama level really <laughs> high. And we were super successful last week. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, they, they, down to the last minute. In I mean, instances. would you guys, listen, can I, can I, so let's take the Idaho State game. We got a good cross-section of Cougar Nation in here. Would you guys rather have had that game won by 25 or won on a last-second three-pointer like it was? All those who would rather have a boring game won by 25, raise your hand. Okay, and all those that would like to experience the thrill and elation of a last second shot, raise your hand. Now, I'm going to tell you what's super interesting, and this is not absolute, but of the whole studio audience, we saw um, hands raised from some of the more senior members of Cougar Nation that wanted the 25-point win. And a lot of our young teenage or minus uh, were like, let me see the game winner, baby. Keep it dramatic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, we, we look back on your Idaho State game last week during the Tuesday show, uh, but I think we did still learn a lot about this team's hopefully emerging personality in that game we saw uh, last week against yeah. Idaho State. Yeah. Um, yes, I think so. Um, I think it's going to be a, 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 they seem to be a really fun team, man. I, I'm so excited you guys get to ha experience this season with this team because it's going to be really fun, and it's not going to be all – laughs and giggles like there's gonna be some hard moments some disappointing moments but I think this is a team that has the potential to really grow into something super fun and super special and have their own unique identity in the in the spectrum of, of BYU basketball and I'm really excited with what they can do and we learned after that that last second game winner you talked about that BYU is also good enough to hang with a top 20 team on its home floor uh, not just hang uh, you led for more than three quarters of the game Friday yeah night. and again I was I, listen anytime you get to go down and play in VA House Arena at San Diego State. I know you guys are all huge San Diego State fans. Yes, <laughs> everybody feels good about San Diego State. Uh, it's a great rivalry. And I mean, you know, I, hopefully everybody, some of the youngest fans in here won't remember Jimmer standing on the scorer's table after the San Diego State win here against Kauai and that great team. But it's, it's been such a great rivalry. And certainly over the last four years, it's been an unbelievable rivalry. Rivalry, we're split 2-2 now. And, and they're back here next year, right? And they'll come back here next yeah. year, I believe that's right. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and... You know, to go down there, it's a, it's a great arena. I mean, the show, they call it the show. Our version of The Rock is their version of the show. Um, the, the show um, is, is uh, I think every member of the show would tell you that they are way more irreverent than The Rock. And um, it's a really fun place to play. Uh, it was a sold out uh, gym and, and uh, we don't get to go to that many gyms that even come close to the experience that yeah. teams get in the Marriott Center, and we certainly do down there. So it was a really fun venue to play in, and, and uh, it was a super challenging game, but a lot of great stuff. Yeah, great opening week environment for sure. Let's revisit the Viejas Arena experience as we take a look back at some highlights and stats presented by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. A steal, a sprint, and a score early for Rudy. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, I felt like the guys started out the game. I was really proud of them starting out the game. And, and as a coach, you know, with a very new team and a team that for us is really undersized but long, again, it was really nice to look out on the floor and be like, you know what? We feel like we fit here against a top 20 team on the road, uh, you know, a gym where nobody ever wins, right? And um, we came out uh, fearlessly to start the game and I was really proud of how the guys started. It's two, two straight games where I think we started the game really effectively. And Spencer Johnson, a variety of shots being made in this one. Uh, Darian Trammell, uh, transfer from uh, Seattle, was a big player in this yeah, one. Yeah, that corner three was really big. We had uh, switched over to a tandem zone. It's a new zone we use that I really, really like. And um, we kind of had them, uh, you know, uh, spaced weird and playing weird and doing weird things. It was a really huge possession. And then they get to him and he hits a last second shot. We kind of lean toward the penetration instead of lean toward taking away the passing lane, which happens sometimes. Um, it's one of the consequences of the zone. And they stood up and they made a huge play down the stretch that you have to make to, play, uh, to win the game. And, and so credit to them. But I was super, super proud of our guys and really, really encouraged and think we have a chance, to, uh, you know, again, Again, it was confirming that we have a chance to uh, to eventually grow into a really, really good team. Yeah, the first game they played last week against Fullerton, they never trailed. And, and against BYU, they led for just over five minutes of the game. It was really a grind for them and, yeah. a, good, and a good indication of who you can be. Yeah, you know, I, I, we were an interesting team. Um, we, I thought we were terrific defensively against Idaho State, and we really struggled on the offensive end. And then, and then um, I thought we started out defensively for the first 10 minutes in the San Diego State game, playing at a really high level the first half. We had 15 uh, dim numbers for us, which is a, which is a really good marker for first half. And, you know, in the loss, uh, which, you know, there's no moral victories, but we scored 75 points in Viejas and nobody did that, has done that this year and nobody did that all season last year, not any team. And so, um, you know, I, I feel like our guys, uh, you know, one, San Diego State is just, they know how they play and they're not going to give you any easy catches. And so our guys had to win catches all night. They had to be really forceful with power plays, which they did. They earned each other really good shots for the most part. And aside from, you know, turning the ball over 20 times, I yeah. thought offensively we were pretty good. We saw those in the stats. In the stats I heard, so you can't <laughs> that at home but I heard all these hisses when I said 20 turnovers <laughs> everybody everybody here was frustrated yeah. too I feel you guys those stats were brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare by the way uh, I mentioned I asked you this in the radio post game Friday night you just mentioned it again right now you said dim numbers explain what that means it's defensive impact metrics so we just kind of catalog this we are we are trying to take our defense to a new pl place and be really really disruptive we want to be disruptive We've been a top 50 defensive team overall for the last three years, but but we've been in a prevent defense very much. Um, it's a one statistical category where we haven't had a lot of successes not allowing teams to do what they do. We just kind of force them to take hard shots. And now we're trying to jump in passing lanes a little bit and change the flow of, of the game a little bit. And so, you know, we've had some success. That it's going to be a growing process all season long, but I think at the end of the day, it gives us a higher ceiling as a team and an organization. We saw during the highlights uh, some Spencer Johnson uh, contributions and he's our guest tonight by the way um, and and just in the you know, it's been two games but uh, he's already taken his game to a different place it feels like than he had been previously if you watch the games how good has Spencer Johnson been he's been really good he's been really good He's got such an amazing story that I've talked about for the last two weeks because he's been playing so well. But, you know, he's been, this is, you know, this is his fifth year of, of college basketball. Think about that. He was UVU and, and Weber State his first year, Slick his second year, and then two years here at BYU hasn't started a single game. Has put in a ton of work to get where he is right now, and it's incredible to watch. And then, 
you know, we'll talk about this a lot when he comes on, but he has been relentless in starting his game on the defensive end of the floor. And so we're watching all these great offensive clips, but he is our best perimeter defender and it's not even close. He takes on the toughest assignment every night and he's, he is flawless, it's really impressive. And because he's built on that, his offense has got better and better and better and better. And it will continue to grow because he's focused on the things that he can control every game. He's awesome. It's just such a yeah. good story. It's a great story. You're using a, you're using a one-year player yeah. uh, right now in this transition year before the Big 12 at point guard. Yeah. And Rudy Williams has come in after some other school experiences. And, and uh, what do you think he's given you uh, through his first two games as he learns what you're all about? Yeah, uh, first of all, he gives us some real juice and charisma. It's fun to have him around, and he's got some real leadership qualities. He's got some grit. He's willing to take all responsibility on his own shoulders. Um, and he's learning how to play a point guard the way we play the point guard position. He started out this game, game great. Uh, he had a couple unbelievable finishes at the rim late. Um, and you know he's still really learning the position and how we play, but I think he's got a tremendous upside. These finishes, he had two finishes at the rim going right at Mensa's chest. And if you know Mensa at San Diego State, he's a fifth year player. He's a fifth year player? Mm -hmm. Thank goodness he won't be back again. But he's one of the great rim protectors in all of college basketball, maybe the number one rim protector in all of college basketball. And late in that game when we had to make some plays, Rudy made two really unbelievable plays to the rim. So uh, he's got a ton more growth in him, um, but he has, um, he, he's going to be a key to our success moving forward. You have an experienced upperclassman in Rudy Williams at the point. His backup is a freshman. Yeah, and Dallin Hall has been uh, super impressive, yes? Yeah. So Dallin is listening right now. I think that's a pretty meager response. Can we give him a There we go, yeah. <laughs> So you guys might be mesmerized by Dallin Hall's, uh, by his basketball game, but you may or may not know that he has um, got great uh, skills doing impressions. Impersonation skills. Impersonations. Yeah. Did you hear about this? You know this video of him at the, at the press conference? Had, it went to ESPN and had three million yeah. views. Three million! He was impersonating someone out of the Marvel Universe named Korg, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I actually don't know anything about the. That's what it was. I thought it was like. I thought it was like a three-syllable name. What did you uh, say? I thought he was. Korg. Thought he was Korg. Rog. Korg. Rog. Korg. Well, no. Thor Ragnarok is the movie. Okay. There yeah, we. but but Korg was the character. Leanne has forbidden me from watching any of the Marvel movies. I have a, no. That's not true. She just was like, "Why are you saying that?" That's. Not <laughs> I just haven't got to it yet. But yes, I guess he crushed it. He did. So, got to ESPN and then went from there. Multi-talented, uh, which is really exciting, but he is a, he is a terrific basketball player. He, he's going to be really special. He's a great leader. Uh, he, you know, coming, it's really hard, guys. You think about going on a two-year mission and coming back, especially at the point guard position, and um, he's come back and he's having a huge impact on this team, and his role is going to continue to grow immensely as we go throughout the season. And he is, he's got to carry us into the Big 12, so he's got a lot on his shoulders. Yeah, let's take a look at a schedule snapshot. Uh, the San Diego State game was the only non-conference game in a true away venue, but it doesn't mean you'll be spending all your time at the Marriott Center. You'll be traveling a lot. And, man, if you're, if you're playing one true away game, uh, no tougher place than Viejas for sure. Uh, this week, two home games, uh, Missouri State on Wednesday, tomorrow night, Nichols, on the weekend and then you see where things kind of bounce around a bit you'll spend the next five games in other venues uh, three in the Bahamas and then two in Salt Lake yeah we'll be away from home for a while I don't love that but it is an incredible schedule with uh, with with ridiculous teams this this Atlantis tournament I think every team is 
is like a marquee name. So many ranked teams in that field. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, and that is next uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thanksgiving week at Atlantis. All right, break time. And this reminder that for your day-to-day Cougar Sports play-by-play, watch BYU Sports Nation with Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, Jerem takes us inside the film room with Gideon George. Back with more BYU basketball. Mark Hope after this. Stay with us. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection. And by Smith's, fresh for everyone. BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues from inside Studio C at BYU TV. On a roster replete with newcomers, it's nice to be able to rely on a handful of veteran holdovers to steady the ship this season. And we're happy to turn to one of those players in this week's episode of The Film Room as Gideon George sits down with our own Jerem Jordan. All right, Gideon. San Diego State, uh, you guys lead for 31 minutes. You're up 10. Where did this game get away from you a little bit? Obviously, we held the lead to like the 31 minutes. So I think it's like the last like six minutes. That's when we lost the lead because we couldn't get stops and we couldn't run back uh, like transition defense. So I think that's how we lost that game. We couldn't like get stops. That's why we lost. And it's a close game, and you guys had 20 turnovers. So how do you limit that number so that you put yourself in a better position at the end of the game? We gotta protect this ball. The ball matters, and the ball. We gotta treat this ball as if it's our life. So I think we're doing a pretty good job right now with that. So I think we'll be good. Okay, let's check out some of the uh, positive plays in this one from your performance, starting with an and one early in the game. On this, you can see Coach Pope yelling, "Go, go, go, go!" He's like, "You gotta sprint, you gotta sprint." So I sprinted, then. I walked on this move with Cahill, with Coach Cahill all the time, like turn and face, yeah, and finish. So, and I'm glad I get him to bite on the pump fake. Then I got into his body and drew the foul, so that was good. You're the pump fake king, dude. <laughs> You're always pumping, trying to get a guy in the air, right? Yes. Okay, a little later, free throw line jumper, a mid-range two-pointer, which is a rare feat in this day. It's threes and layups, right? Yes. So on this, so we knew the scout, they're going to be a heavy gap team. And so I was like, uh, see Fuss pass the ball, I chill for a sec. I was like, okay. Then I saw the gap, then I pulled the ball back. Then I was like, oh, it's off me. So I got to take the jumper. So I did. So a little fade away. Yeah, I'm glad that went in. So <laughs> that was good. Okay, into the second half we go. This is a crazy play. You get an offensive rebound, and then you just chuck it. <laughs> uh, that's... See, uh, I beat um, Bradley to the ball, so that, that was good. I came up with the offensive rebound, and that play, I didn't even know what happened because I was falling out of band, <laughs> bounds, so I didn't know Rudy was going against a seven-footer, so that was a really tough finish with Rudy, so that was really good, and I'm glad Rudy came up with that, and he finished it over a dude like Mansa, so that was good. Sometimes you can create a fast break for the other team, right? If you yeah. throw it to them, but it lands right in Rudy's hands, just like you planned, right? Um, yeah. 
I'm, I, I'm grateful that I didn't turn to a turnover, so that's a good thing. Okay, you make two threes in the second half, and here's the first. So I set the flow screen for Rudy, then he used the ball screen, then I snapped up. I was like, uh, he ain't gonna step up, so I gotta like let it go and shoot the ball with confidence. I've, uh, like during the summer, I put like tons of reps in it, so I was like, why not? So I let it go and it went in. So that was like confident for me. Okay, a little bit later, still feeling good, and your guy does not get out on you. Once you make one, he's got to get out on you, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to honor a shooter, so. <laughs> so if not, you got to make them pay. So I think I did make him pay on this one. I was yelling at Foos, give me the ball, give me the ball, because that dude is like down in the bottom. He he doesn't want to come, so it's like stop and catch and shoot. So I was like, Foos, give me the ball, give me the ball. ball. And he did? Yeah, and he did, and so that's the assist for Foos. Okay, and then later you set up Spencer Johnson in transition for a bucket that he uh, puts in. First of all, that's that's a good patient by Spence though. Like playing, he he played off too, and so and me getting the rebound. I know this dude. I gotta like lead Spencer because we wanna run on transition, and he did a good job running out. So I just lead him to go get the ball, and he played off too. and made a great play for us. Okay, Missouri State in town Wednesday. A team you beat in a uh, tight game there last year. Uh, not a lot of returners for them. Not a lot of returners for BYU, you're one yeah. of them, uh, but back in the Marriott Center with the chance to get a W. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be fun and and I'm looking forward to play Missouri State because I didn't play them last year, I was sick. So I hope this, this year, this, it will be a fun game and as I said earlier, we want to do the right stuff to win. Like we want to protect the ball because the ball really matters and we want to like make plays for our teammates. We want to rebound the ball and we want to run in transition. But even that being said, but we want to protect the ball because the ball matters. Okay, Gideon, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I, th I think it was COVID year. We were at Portland, empty gym. Gideon had an amazing game, I think, oh, in that game. Yes. And his post-game interview he did with me up in the rafters mm -hmm. there might have been his first post-game interview, I yeah. think. And from where he's gone from that day oh. to where he is now, yeah. pretty incredible. It's incredible. And, and uh, the way he understands the game right now is really special. And how fun is it just to listen to him talk? I just so like fun. listen to him talk. And does he have the greatest smile ever? <laughs> like, it's beautiful. And so he's, um, it's been really incredible to watch him grow himself uh, and kind of try and bring this team together, uh, specifically this year. He's doing an unbelievable job. And he's got so much coming. Like, he, he's got a really busy year. For these seniors, it's really busy. And he's got uh, these projects that he's working on that are super exciting. So his, we're going to hear a lot from Gideon George this season. What are you asking him to do and be for you right now? So right now, he's got to be a leader in this locker room. It's super important. And it's hard to be a leader when you're bringing it all. You know, you have this kind of new mixture of guys. It's super exciting, but it's also a big burden. And he's also he, – so he, he knows – knows us and he knows how we play and understands our words, right? He understands how we feel and so he's trying to translate to the team. He's trying to help the team understand the intensity that you have to play with. I know that sounds uh, a little bit trite, but like learning how hard you have to play is a real process. So he can really help translate that for our guys. He's got to be a He's got to lead us on the defensive end. He's got to be a real force on the offensive end. And he's got to do a little coaching on the side. So he's mm. got a lot. Like that. Uh, the last thing you chatted about there was the Missouri State game. Um, and they're next up for you tomorrow night, a rematch. Uh, BYU beat the Bears on their home floor last season. 
And that was a really big win at the time. You had just come off a midweek loss at UVU. Your very next yeah. game is staying on the road and traveling to play a good Missouri State team, and you got the win. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was it. We, we had just lost We had just lost a game, but we had just lost Gavin. Gavin in the same game. And, and yep. so that was, like, uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever experienced an injury that even could be in the same space as painful as that was. And we had a bunch of guys sick. Gideon, That's when Gideon got sick. Gideon too, didn't even make yeah. the trip. Right. He was sick. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of had to scrounge together a line. And we, had lo- we lost both our four and five. We had lost our starting three, four, and five. And, um, and so and the, the guys were just so gutty, man, against a really good Missouri State team that ended up going to NIT, a really good team. And, and uh, it, was, it was one of my favorite moments of the whole season, the way those guys responded. It was awesome. Huge win. Uh, Missouri State has played only one game so far this year. Uh, it was against a non-Division One opponent. It came last Wednesday, so they, uh, they've, they've had a week off before playing you. Uh, they, they return only, I think, only one player back yep. from that team you faced uh, last season on their floor. That's Donovan Clay, the guy we're talking about. You shot two for ten in the game last year, so it's a very new group from what you played uh, last season. Yeah. Both, really two new teams. Yeah, it is. Two new teams, and, and they, they really recruited well this um, spring in the transfer portal. Uh, they have some really, really explosive players. A thousand point score from Colorado State, uh, transfer from Oklahoma. The whole mix of, of veteran, veteran players. So even though they're a new group, they're a very, very veteran savvy team. The coach does a great job. So it's going to be a massive challenge for us. I can't wait. I can't wait for tomorrow. Okay, that's Missouri State, and that's tomorrow night at the Marriott Center. Uh, back end of a home and home, right? Two game series. Is that what this was? Yep, that's right. Yep. Okay. So BYU-Missouri State tomorrow night, and then Saturday, uh, the brief two-game homestand for BYU will conclude with the Nichols in yeah. town. They're out of Thibodeau, Louisiana. Uh, they're 0-2. They lost at Arizona and at Wyoming in the opening yeah. week. Yeah, and, and I don't know much about Nichols yet. I haven't transferred to them yet, but, right. um, but I, I did watch the second half of the game against Wyoming where they almost pulled the upset in Laramie, which we all, all the veteran fans in here, know how hard it is to win in that gym. And so it's going to be an unbelievable week of basketball. We're really excited for it. It's going to challenge us to the max and give us a chance to see if we can grow a little bit. BYU and Nichols on the weekend, uh, only the second all-time meeting, but the first in almost 30 years. BYU won the only get-together back in 1993, the 93 Cougar Classic at the Marriott Center, the old Christmas time tournament. Uh, Nichols picked, by the way, second in the Southland Conference preseason poll. That is the game on the weekend. Again, in one game at a time mode, more about Missouri State than Nichols. But uh, these are some numbers on Nichols. Again, just the two games they played. They had a weekend non-Division One game canceled for some reason, but they played the two on the road as we talked about, Arizona and Wyoming. And that is Nichols. And BYU TV and BYU Radio will be all over both games this week. You'll have pre- and post-game coverage in the games themselves on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Missouri State and Nichols, uh, both with a 9 o'clock Eastern Time and 7 o'clock Mountain Time tips on Wednesday and Saturday. First things first, BYU and the Bears tomorrow night. Again, pregame coverage for both games will happen one hour prior to tips, so 8 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Mountain on both Wednesday and Saturday. And Saturday's game with Nichols is part of a big doubleheader day with football earlier in the day. BYU and Utah Tech with a 1.30 kick, and then we'll go right into basketball in the nighttime on both BYU TV and BYU Radio. Coming up, we'll visit with BYU guard Spencer Johnson, live in studio as BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stick around. All right, so welcome back into BYU basketball with Mark Pope presented by Siegfried and Jensen. 
Well, uh, during opening week, arguably the best individual performance was turned in by veteran Spencer Johnson. Making his first career starts for BYU, he averaged 14.5 points and 6.5 rebounds per game while shooting 61% from the field, 67 from the arc, and making all of his free throws. He also made the biggest shot of the week, the game winner against Idaho State. Please welcome in our first special guest of the season on the new Pope Show. It is junior wing Spencer Johnson. Welcome in. Thank you. You are back. Not your first time on the show. Great to be here again. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the highs and lows of opening week. Hold take on, us, take hold us on. through. Oh, hold on. I was super nervous because as Greg was interested, I'm like, where is Izzy? And I, I was know. like, he didn't bring Izzy, but there, she walked Shout in. Shout out yeah, Izzy. There's there my wife back there. Let's go. She's in the wives row. Yes. There we go. <laughs> uh, it was a wild opening week. Kind of a roller coaster, wasn't it? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the highs and lows of, of that whole Idaho State game, it was just... Um, obviously, they were tougher, you know, than maybe we anticipated. But we 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 came out with the win, and then that San Diego State game was a roller coaster. And man, just uh, what an opening week to basketball season! Very few teams, you know, go undefeated for too long in college basketball. Yeah. So losses come. Um, how can you take that loss Friday and 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 kind of build from it, even though it was not the result you wanted? Totally. I mean, you know, you look at San Diego State, and and they're the reigning Mountain West you know, conference champions and, and they had the Mountain West player of the year coming back and they're experienced and, and they're obviously ranked top 20, but, you know, we led for the whole game minus, you know, five minutes. So really, um, I think if there's, you know, things to take away, it's just, man, we can play with anybody. We have the guys and, and we shore up a couple things and we're going to be just fine. I mean, it was a couple, a couple things we could have tweaked and we would have won that game by 10 points. So just super encouraging for that. And, and uh, I know all the guys are bought in, and, and you know, the sky's the limit. When, when Spence says there's a couple things we could have tweaked and we would have won the game, that's code for, Coach, you should have got me the ball more. <laughs> that's, that's what he's really trying to say. Spence's yeah. presence, Coach Pope, um, whether it's on the show or on the floor, um, this is a guy with some experience to him, yeah. you can tell. Yes, he does. And he's unflappable. Like, Spence just kind of goes about his business, and he's a, a professional, and he – he, he, he is, he's built his game on reproducible every single night stuff. And so he has a massive impact on the game every single night. As a coach, one of the things you love as much as anything else is a player where you know what you're going to get every single night. And if you ask everybody on our staff unanimously, which it's hard to get our staff to agree on anything, <laughs> but unanimously we say, hey, when Spencer Johnson's on the floor, we know exactly what we're going to get every night. It's, it's, and it's a real tribute to him because that, that speaks to his insides. It's pretty awesome. In the post game on the Idaho State game, you talked about that shot being kind of years in the making, yeah. if you will. How long would you say your journey has been to get to this point? Man, it's been long. It's been long. I graduated, um, and I think when, when people graduate from high school and, and they go on to play college, they never in their mind envision like, hey, I'm going to end up at one school, and then I'm going to end up at another, and then another, and finally <laughs> land, like, and I'm going to have a career at another school. It never happens. But, man, it's just... Will you take us through it? Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, I signed at Weber State out of high school. American Fork High School. Yep, American Fork. I went Who recruited out, you? Yeah, I was also recruited by UVU. So hard, I recruited him so hard. Like it's I still, I still have emotion. I know. So Weber State. And the thing is, when Spence called me, so you know, you have to call the coach and say, "I'm not coming." 
You know, thanks for all the time. Especially like, hey, coach, I love you, but I'm out, baby. Oh, no regret. Made a bad decision. No sadness. No, you made a good decision. So I, uh, <laughs> I passed on UVU, and I went to Weber State, which, man. And then um, I went on my mission two years, got back, and I actually went to Weber State. I was there for one semester, and um, it was the first half of the basketball season. And then uh, at the semester break, so like in December, I decided I was transferring, and I came crawling back, came to UVU. Um, let's go. I was there for one semester, uh, the second half of that season, and then the whole coaching staff left, and they came here. Um, so the new coaching staff came in, and uh, for whatever reason, it just didn't work out. So that summer, I went to, to Salt Lake Community College, and I was there for the whole year um, and committed to play, and then I've been here ever since. Yeah. You won a lot of games here, man. Yeah. A lot of games. Oof. And then we were talking post-game Monday. It had been 900-something days between starts for you. Yeah. You started at Slick your last year there, and then you, you were a reserve for the last mm -hmm. two seasons at BYU, and you get your first starts of your career last week here. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, it was magical. Great experience. Uh, Off-season objectives. What did you want to do with yourself yeah. and your game coming into this year? Um, well, one thing that we had talked about, I think, for a while that I was never actually able to accomplish was to gain some weight. <laughs> You know, I just, I just, my body just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. But this past season, uh, you know, nobody here feels sorry. For I know. <laughs> Everybody I tell All that to is like, like, like uh, whatever. <laughs> um, but I put on 18 pounds, which like, it's awesome for me. And that's just a testament to the people I have around me. You know, it's, it's our strength coach, Coach Shork. Um, my wife, she's been super great. She's a great cook. Um, she's half Cuban, so we eat a lot of Cuban food. <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, so that was one of them, is to gain some weight. Um, the next one was just to like, you know, I, I knew we were gonna have, as it was shaping up, we were gonna have a totally different roster. Um, so just kind of, you know, be a leader and be a mentor for the guys that were coming in to be like, hey, this is how we do things here at BYU. And just kind of help them along, you know. Okay, uh, the, the gaining of the weight, 18 pounds, it's good weight, right? It's all good weight, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Marshmallows part of your diet by chance? Uh, that'd be a good way to do it. Uh, oh boy, here we go. No, so, not too. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's so go. now, in theory, in theory, <laughs> these might have been regular sized marshmallows. Uh, in practice, we have mini marshmallows okay. for you. But um, we're going to ask you um, to play along with this, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, at a very uh, normal and, uh, and and totally ordinary rate, you're going to just start popping in mini start marshmallows. Start popping them? As I ask you some rapid-fire questions that are kind of either-or questions. Okay. Okay? And it, they're quick answers. Uh, so wait, hold on. So, so you know Spence weighed at 194? Five. 195 today. He's trying to get 200, so hopefully this will do the oh, trick man. right here. Okay. Let's go, baby. One per Come question on. or just, just go for no, it? I think I, th I, don't, I right. don't be swallowing. Just kind oh. of we're trying to see how much oh, you, you can get in there while you're still talking. Oh, 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 oh. All right, here oh. we go. Uh, these are either ors. Uh, Nike Dunks or Nike Air Forces? Dunks. Okay. Uh, hit a buzzer beater to win a game or, hit, or score a career high? Buzzer beater. Buzzer beater. Uh, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Michael Jordan or LeBron? Jordan. Yes. Xbox or keep going. Xbox or PlayStation. Xbox. Uh, 2K or Madden. Madden. Uh, summer or winter. Summer. Hamburgers or hot dogs. Oh man, I like them both. 
Um, hot dogs. Don't swallow. Uh, crunchy peanut butter or creamy peanut butter? Mm, creamy. <laughs> creamy. Uh, going out or staying in? <laughs> staying in. <over. laughs> uh, book or movie? Keep going. Mover. Movie. Uh, road trip, driving, or big time first class flying? First class. First class. Uh, Apple or Android? <laughs> Apple. Iron Man or Batman? Iron Man. Okay. Uh, ketchup or fry sauce? Ketchup. You got to start cramming. Uh, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas or Thanksgiving? Christmas. Star Wars or Lord of the Rings? Star Wars. <laughs> you got to get a few more in before I ask the next question. Uh, early bird or night owl? Early bird. Uh, ice cream or cookies? Ice cream. Beach or mountains? Beach. Twitter or Instagram? <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> Super Bowl or NBA Finals? NBA Finals. Rom-com or horror movie? Horror movie. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Dress up or dress down? Dress up. Okay. And cash or credit? Credit. We're good. That's good. All right. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Were we counting those back in the, back in the control room? I mean, I get 27, it. we say. There we go. 27. That's pretty good. 27 minis, not too bad. Good job. Oh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, water. before the show, before the, yeah, I gotta say, that when the show began, the mugs were empty. I did put water in mine, so when, oh. I, when I do this, it's not just for show. Oh, that's so funny. I do have the water. We'll try and get something for you. Uh, before the break, real quick, uh, a couple actual real life questions, basketball-wise. Um, a lot of RMs, newcomers. Mm. What's kind of your role in helping team chemistry develop here with this team? Um, well, our RMs have been great. Number one, they work super hard, which is something you can't teach, you know, and something you should never have to teach uh, to go out there and, and to work hard and to play hard, which they're great at it. Um, but right now, you know, coming back from a mission is you, you got to take care of your body because it's just you haven't done it for two years. And, and um, so you have to work hard. But you have to be smart about it. Um, so I'm trying to find the little... Uh, sweet spot there where I'm like, hey, you know, sometimes like you don't need to get a thousand shots today. Mm -hmm. You just kind of got to take care of your body. So, okay. Like that. All right. Uh, and by the way, Coach Pope, forgive us. He just talked about being smart, treating your body right. We just force fed him 30 marshmallows. No, no, all calories are good calories. It's like, it's like press. It's all press is good it's press great. for, for Spence. <laughs> And then the thousand shots, that's because Trevanel is the shot doctor, is crushing him every day to get more <laughs> yeah, shots yeah. up. That was a shot. That was a, Trevin, if you're listening, that was directed towards you. You don't have to get a thousand shots every day. I love day. you, Trev. <laughs> that's a verbal subtweet at Trevanel. Um, <laughs> so, uh, by the way, I saw, and Trevin's still trying to stay active, right, during this whole rehab procedure. He's working really hard. The recovery. Right. Yeah. All right, stay with us, guys. We'll do social media Q&A coming up next. Next Tuesday, join us for the season's final installment of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. That's November 22nd at 8.30 Eastern, 6.30 Mountain Time. Coming up next, social media questions for Coach Pope and Spencer Johnson when BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is brought to you by... Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Cascade Collision Repair, serious about perfection. And by Smith's, fresh for everyone. 
right. It is a Q&A time for the coach and Spencer Johnson here in Studio C. It's presented by Smith's Fresh for Everyone. First question goes to both of you. Uh, coming off the game in Viejas, our questioner writes, what are your favorite and maybe least favorite places to play? Spence? Uh, favorite place to play is Marriott Center. Come on. Okay. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Least favorite. And it could be a cool place to play. It's just really tough to play. Who knows? Let's see. Least favorite. I don't know. You have a least favorite? Uh, I, th I can think of all the places I love to play. <laughs> What's your favorite? I mean, Marriott Center goes without Marriott saying. Marriott Center, for, right? for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, the Zags is a great venue. They yeah. do a great job. Viejas is a great space to play in. When you were playing pro, what was your uh, most memorable venue? Well, in, in professional basketball, Philadelphia is the best place to play in the sense that they will boo their own players more than they boo the opponent. <laughs> <laughs> playing in the, in, in, it was the Delta Center back when I was playing, but that's a really special gym. And I'm not saying this to curry favor with the Utah, the Utah fan base in general, but really smart fans, they react exactly to the important moments of the game, mm -hmm. something that was really noticeable. Playing in, in Madison Square Garden is pretty special. Like that's, that's um, and those fans are really honest. Like if you make a good play, they will cheer. And if the next time down the court you make a bad play, you are the worst player that ever played. <laughs> and then if the next play you make a, a play, a good play, they're like, you're the greatest player ever <laughs> Question two uh, for Spencer, this one uh, from Aaron Robinson. Robinson. Uh, Spencer, how has your mindset evolved uh, in being a starter this year? Um, you know, what Coach Pope talked about is, is just, I'm trying to focus on the things that are reproducible every night, uh, which is a defensive effort, attention to scout, um, how hard I run the floor, how hard I cut. So, you know, the things that are reproducible is, is really the things I just focus on. Okay. Um, and have you seen anything change in Spencer with the new role you've given him? Well, you know, it's been really fun is, is, is especially this year, it's been this way for the last two years, but there's also been other guys. I think Spence is probably the most trusted player on our team. And, and it's not just the staff, but his teammates know exactly what he, they're going to get from every night. And that's really comforting. That gives you confidence as a player to have a teammate where, you know, I know, I know Spence is going to take care of this part of the game. And that's a real gift to our players also. Okay, for Coach, uh, what are the biggest improvements you've seen in this team in your first and second games? Well, um, I think our offensive decision-making uh, minus the turnovers really, really improved at Viejas. I think I mentioned this either here or earlier today, but, you know, we're the first team to score 75 points in that gym in over a year and a half, right? And, um, and so I was really proud of that, of how the guys responded to kind of the challenge that we faced after a, a, a not great performance offensively at, 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 uh, at Idaho State. Okay. Uh, for both of you, uh, do you have any superstitions is our next question. Superstitions. And it may not be super, like maybe just routines if it's not a real superstition. Spence? Um, do you guys watch The Office? <laughs> I just thought of, uh, I'm not superstitious, I'm just a little, little stitious. stitious. Yeah. Just a what? Just a little stitious. A little <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right, sorry about that. Izzy is shaking her head in disgust right now that My you bad. just quoted The My Office bad, on the show. Um, man, superstitions. <laughs> not really. I don't really, I don't think I have any. Do you have any game, stu game day stuff you do all the time to get you ready for a game? Um, we have a pregame meal after our shoot around from Green Hollow. And I always drink, they're a pink lemonade, two cups of it. 
don't know why. But. Two cups, pink lemonade. Yep. How about you, Coach Pope? Um, I, I used to have a million superstitions, and I, I, I got rid of all of them because I just I don't want to feel that way about the game. I want to feel like we can control this game. We can control it. So I've banished myself from superstitions. Sometimes I have to fight myself. And, but we do repeat the same thing over and over and over. And one of the things that we do every single shoot around is we have five minutes of free throw shooting yeah. where not one word in the gym can be uttered. And I pace back and forth across the half court line. And it's just like, a, it's just a, it's a tradition more than it is a superstition. But I like doing the same thing every, every game to prepare. Yeah, and everyone needs to learn when they get around Coach Pope on that shooter, that there is a, a five minute time where there's nothing happening. Yeah. There's no sound in the yeah. gym. Super important. Yeah. Uh, Finally, for Coach, uh, this writer writes in, I saw that you logged over 400,000 miles recruiting in the offseason. Could you share anything about your travels? Yeah, it's not really true. It's 396,000. <laughs> so not really 400. Clearly and a wild exaggeration. It's a lot of sky miles. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of sky miles, right. Uh, yeah, so um, listen, we're super blessed here at BYU right now because um, we have this incredible mixture of of homegrown players that grew up right here, literally right here. Uh, we have guys from around the country and we have guys from around the world. And it is going to be a massive strength. Our diversity right now is not just representative of what BYU is becoming, but it's a representative of what uh, this gospel is and, and what the sponsoring uh, uh, church of this university is and so it, it it feels right that we are reaching out to every corner of the world to bring he, people to here to BYU and I'm really proud of that and it's making our locker room better and mm -hmm. it's making it a special place. What corners of the globe did you hit and did anything really crazy happen on any of these trips? Um, well yeah so I mean that's a lot of stories how much time do we <laughs> yeah. have? Um, yeah so uh, Europe Asia, Africa is, is, and of course, all over North America is kind of, I have not spent um, any time in South America yet, um, but, but pretty much span the globe a little bit. One of the interesting things was um, they had the, uh, the, I don't know how specific I'm allowed to get by the rules, but there was an event in Madagascar, Africa. And so I went and I was the only coach in the world there. And uh, it's really hard to get to. Uh, but the most special thing was uh, Richie Saunders um, had been called to serve in Madagascar. And due to COVID, he was reassigned and never actually made it there. So kind of working my way around the streets of Madagascar, I was taking videos and sending them to Richie just so he could, oh, he could get see the it experience. It's pretty fun. You got there and he didn't. Yep. All right, let's go to break with a trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair. And here's the question. How many points did BYU score in its highest scoring game all time? So what's the high water mark for BYU points in a game, the all-time record? The answer is coming up next. Stay with us. All right, so welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Week 2 edition. Here's tonight's trivia question presented by Cascade Collision Repair. How many points did BYU score in its highest ever scoring game? And the answer here, 128 points against wow. Sacramento State, 1992-93, so 30 years ago. And BYU won the game by 50 on that night. There you go. Well, uh, back in the day, we're bringing it back. We like, we like to... Did Who's that, closing that team? That would have been uh, Roger Reed team. That was Roger? Yeah. See, and people said Roger didn't score. Like, come on! Shout out to Roger Reed. Let's go. <laughs> 128. Uh, we I, like, bet, I don't know if Randy was playing. Was Randy playing at the time? 
Uh, I think that would have been a Randy team. Because if Randy was playing at the time, I, I guarantee know Mark Durant he would tell playing. you he got 50 of those. I <laughs> guarantee you, Randy. There you go, Randy. My man Mark Durant was on the team. Definitely yeah, on the team. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Uh, we, we like to use the last couple minutes for our What Happened segment of the show. Uh, this is just stuff we find, stuff that's just out there. All right. Uh, this is Georgia Southern basketball. We don't see a lot of Georgia Southern basketball on the show. But uh, they have a deal where on their first game of the season, first score of the year, this is what happens. When the first basket is made, that is what transpires. (laughs) Spencer, had you heard of this? Yeah, I've heard of that. So, yeah, yeah, the basket gets made and everyone knows just to uh, hit the deck and hit the benches because that's going to happen. That is a thing. So, yeah, first basket and it's all coming down. (laughs) It's fantastic. Yeah. And so, there's a, of course, there's a timeout to clear it up. It might, it might get charged to the home team. I do not know. Either way, there you go. So that happened. Uh, oh, uh, Coach, you're a pretty genteel guy. You, everyone knows you're pretty affable and kind. What's, his, what's up with this then? That seems a little aggressive. That seems a little aggressive for our friend Spencer Linton there. Yeah, I didn't like the, I didn't like the storyline Spence was pushing at that moment. I had to let him know. It's game time, baby. Oh, no hard feelings, though, in the end. Well, that's, that's good to know, because I felt a lot of tension there. You know, it could, it could, have, been a, could have been a real issue. Uh, as, as long as that's the Spencer you're, you're, you're manhandling and not this guy here. I would never mess with Greg that way because he would, he would put me to the ground. Oh. That, that, that's not I the mean, case. I mean, look at those biceps and that chest, okay? We yeah, are not just, uh, joking around right now. Yeah, I wear a lot of layers just to, to camouflage. You, you, the, know, uh, you don't mess with hockey players. You do not do that. <laughs> Toughest dudes around. All right, Spencer, before we wrap up the show tonight, um, the two home games you've got before you take off for a while, how important is it to kind of you know, hold home court, if you will, in this little homestand? Huge, week? huge, you know. We talk about this all the time, like we do not lose at home. So we show up for, for our fans and we show up for each other. And especially coming off, you know, Friday, Friday's game, like this next one that we have tomorrow is, is super big. We got to come ready. We got to come uh, ready to fight. And, you know, we got to pick up two wins this week because every win matters. Missouri State was a big win for you last year when it came. We talked about that earlier with the coach, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. They're tough. They got, only have a couple guys back from their team last year, so um, – Kind of a different feel, but they're still really good. Okay, 15 seconds left, Coach, for the Let's week ahead. Let's down three threes in the first half of that game. Let's run that back. That was yeah. actually super fun. Yeah. Well, good to have you both here tonight. Uh, Spencer, we'll do it again, I'm sure. Uh, I hope you come back again and join us. And, Coach, we'll see you in uh, two weeks. We'll be in the Bahamas next week. Awesome. Working Go. hard. Working hard. Thank All you, right, guys. we'll talk to you next Tuesday at 8.30 Eastern for our finale of BYU Football with Kalani Sitake. For Coach Pope and Spencer Johnson, I'm Greg Rubel. Have a great week. Greg Grubel here for Tucano's Brazilian Grill. Are you craving Shuhasco dining featuring flame?